listening to audio from Oasis Church in Winter Haven, Florida. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit our website at www.oasischurchwh.org. And thanks so much for listening. It says, uh, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. Think about that paradox. He made the world and then stepped into the world And his own creation didn't even recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father God, we love you. God, we do thank you for another Christmas that we get to celebrate. Um, God, we just pray that just quick reminders this morning of things that I think we, we know. Um, and often it helps to be reminded to be put into remembrance of the importance of, of, of shining um, the light that comes from you through our lives um, into the lives of, of our neighbors, our homes, our co-workers, our community. God, we pray that you'll bless the reading of your word this morning. God, give us the words to say. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So last night, we, um, we, we had a candlelight service. It's what these candles are up here for. Um, these are... Um, high-tech, high-safety, um, low-light <laughs> candles. Um, they're, they're highly safe, but they're also highly ineffective. Um, the light, and what I shared last night is, you know, these candles, these are, are battery-operated tea candles, and they're, they're limited in their ability to shine primarily because of their power source. There's little bitty batteries in these, and so they don't, they don't shine real bright. And actually, they probably won't shine real long either. It won't take very long for, if you left these on, that they would just burn out, um, and you'd have to change the power source, have to change the battery in it for them to continue to, um, to provide any kind of light. I reminded those last night 
We, we had folks come and, and get, get a candle and to stop for a moment and just say a prayer. And I would encourage you to do the same. Um, you don't have to come get a candle, but, but pause this season and say, some, say a prayer that your light will shine. Um, what we did is we had the men come first and, and get their candle um, and then bring their spouses back to get a candle and then take candles to your children. And really for me, what it represented was uh, men, we should be leading our home spiritually. Uh, we should be leading um, those in our community, in our workplaces, um, to be an example, to let our light shine so that we can carry that back and, and, then, and be that influence to our, to our spouse and to our children and then their children's children. And their children's children's children, right? The song Andrea sings, uh, we just keep going on and on about the children's children's children, right? And so, but, but it's up to us to share this light. The, the scripture I just read talks about how he was the light. He was coming to, to provide light, to shine a light, to be the light of men. And there were those who would not receive him. And then there were those who would. You know, on a Christmas morning service like this, um, looking around, I see familiar faces. And um, there's light. For I, I don't know your heart. I don't know your relationship with Christ. But what I shared last night is if you don't know him, Christmas is a great time to get to know him. The greatest gift ever given was Jesus. John chapter 9, Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So, you know, it gets you to thinking, okay, so what if, what about, well, he's, he left, right? He, he, was, he was crucified, he was risen again on the third day, and then he went and ascended to sit on the right hand of the Father, he said, while I'm here, I'm the light of the world. What about now that he's gone and he hasn't returned yet? Who's the light? Who? Christians, yes. Jesus answered that in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 and 16. He was talking about the, 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 the salt. But then he goes on to say that you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all those, to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. Multiple times, Christ used an example of the city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Did you ever sing that song as a little, as a, as a child? Um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. 
No, I'm going to let it shine, right? That's, you know, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. We got so excited about that, but there's a truth, and it's based on this scripture that you don't light a candle, you don't light a lamp. You would not turn a light on in your house and then put a blanket over it. Unless it's really cold outside and you're trying to keep your plants alive. My father-in-law has, outside, he has a light for his tomatoes right now. So he's proving me wrong and he's not even here. Sometimes you do put a light, but there's a purpose for it. It was to keep life in his tomato plants. And just like that, we need light to keep the life in our heart and in our life. Amen? Amen. He used that, that, that expression multiple times. I shared earlier that this light is limited because of its source. This scripture in, in 1 John says that he is the what? The true light. This, this is artificial. This is fake light. I think today's world has a lot of fake light going on. I think there's a, there's a lot of darkness out there and there's a lot of fake light. There's a lot of fake life and a lot of fake truth. Yeah, I, I said this years ago I, when we were, we were teaching youth group that um, um, there's a danger in people saying that's my truth. And that you hear it all the time. That, well, that's, that's my truth. Well, folks, listen, the sky is blue whether you think it's green or not. It's, there, there's such a thing as absolute north. There's such a thing as absolute truth. It doesn't make it true because you believe it. You, you, can't, take, you can't take a lie and make it truth. You can take truth and make it a lie. So many people leave out bits and pieces. And to me, um, that's like, Telling a lie. You know, that people will say, you see it all the time, uh, liars who give you just enough of the truth to make it believable, but then the rest of it, hogwash, right? That's not the true light. Um, beware of the, the fake, uninspired ineffective light. So I would ask, do you have light from the source? He is our source. Psalm chapter 18, verse 28, it says, For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. Jesus is our source for light. Light and life. And when you study Scripture, you'll find that often... Um, when it talks about light in this context, light and life practically be interchanged because he's saying he's the light of the world. He's the life of the world. He's the light of your life. He's the light. He is your life. And he is the source. I, you know, I think about a fire when you, when you start a fire. Anybody ever wanted to go on Survivor? We say all the time, if, you, if you're going to go on Survivor, why in the world did you not spend months trying to figure out how to light a fire? I cannot light a fire. One time, I, me and my son went camping, and, um, and I discovered a foolproof way to light a fire, a campfire. Foolproof way. 
It, this works every time. Okay? I, we, we went camping to Hillsborough River State Park. We got out there and set up, got the tent set up, got the firewood in. There's people laughing, kids laughing in the distance, people playing cornhole and the next one over and all this stuff. And I got out my foolproof way to light a campfire. It's called an asphalt torch with a propane tank. And when you light that up, it sounds like an aircraft is taking off. I mean, it, it, it lights your fire. And, um, and, and I lit my fire. And when I turned it off, I heard somebody way down the distance say, well, I guess that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it works. Um, my, it's going out. You got to tend to the, you got to tend to your fire. You got to add fuel to your fire. You got to, if you've got a candle, you got to trim the wick. Uh, I remember going fishing with my dad when I was young and he had one of those old time um, tanks. I've, I've got one at the house. It's a dual fuel lantern where you put, in mine, you can put gasoline in there and you pump it up and you light it. It's got to have a wick in there or it's useless. And that thing glows so bright. It's hot and it glows bright because it has the right fuel source and it's got the right stuff in place to, to shine bright. But if that little web of material, if you were to touch that, it just disintegrates. And you got to put another one on there or it's useless. you got to tend to it. you got to take care of it. It'll shine bright. And it'll be, it will be there for you if you tend to it. So I was thinking through uh, some scripture. And I, I was looking at Psalms 119 verse 130. It says, The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. And I, and I, and I first thought, well, um, that's... Um, the word is our fuel. I thought, no, the word's not the fuel. So there's another scripture that says, thy word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. It's, the word is, is a lamp. It provides light. It's not the fuel. This scripture, look at what it says. It says, the unfolding of your words gives light. The study of his word, the understanding of of his word, looking through this scripture, studying it, reading it, applying it, asking God to reveal the truth to you. That's fuel for your fire. Getting into his word and understanding his word provides fuel and it will give you understanding. So I would ask, um, are, you, are you tending to your light? If, if God has, has lit that fire and you, you've asked his his forgiveness, you've, you've invited him in your heart as, as a Christian. You have a light. And for some, um, it starts out really dim. Others start on fire and then it, it starts to, to, to fizzle. Well, what can we do to make sure our light uh, continues to grow and continues to shine? Well, first, you got to share it. You can't keep putting it under a bushel, trying to hide it, trying to blend into the world. You can't blend into the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. You got to let your light shine. You got to tend to the fire. Make sure you have the fuel. Remember the the uh, the parable of the 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 the, the virgins waiting for the, grime, the the bridegroom, where you had five wise and five foolish. And five foolish didn't have enough oil for their lamp, and it was getting late, and so they left to get more oil. But the wise ones had enough, 
And while the, while the foolish were gone, the bridegroom came and took those who were prepared. They had fuel. They attended. It says they started to trim their wicks and they were ready for, the, for, to be able to, to, for that light to shine. We've got to trim some things from our life. Now think about these Christmas trees. We, we trim the tree. It's decorating it. Um, we have these lights that come on, and, and I think about, uh, you know, Christmas time and this message, and it's important that we show our light. Um, that's what that, that means to me. You know, when I see a Christmas tree, I think about as Christians, we should be letting our light shine. It's beautiful. Uh, I remember as a kid driving around looking at Christmas lights, right? You still do that? I don't know if people do that much anymore. I used to hate decorating for Christmas. I hated it. I did, inside and out. You want to decorate great, but I don't, I don't want to do that. It, that just didn't, I wasn't, I was a Scrooge. I was a Bah Humbug. I, I was not interested. Um, and then the accident happened. After the accident, kind of get, things like that kind of give you a new perspective on things. You know, um, I, I was going about my day Doing what you always do. It was a Sunday afternoon. The Bucks were playing on TV. I was just trying to watch the football game. And then I don't know, I don't know what happened. Nothing. I got nothing. From the time I started walking out of my living room to the time I woke up in the hospital, I had nothing. Gone. Guys, I'm going to tell you, um, there was no time. I've heard people say, oh, you know, I, I'll get right with God. I'll just, you know, just forgot to just write. The, listen, you're not guaranteed an opportunity. There was no opportunity. If I wasn't right with God in that moment, that was it. I was checked out, done. No second chances. There wasn't a moment to say, but hold on, God, just wait. There wasn't, there was nothing. It was, I was there and then nothing. And um, after that moment, I have a different outlook. I mean, come by my house. I got a, I got a winter wonderland in the front yard. I got snow out there. I, I bought some, um, you know, the quilt bat, batting for your quilts, right? Um, I got that laying down in the flower beds, and I got a snowman, and, and I, got, um, I got snowflakes on the house, and I got, I got projectors in the windows with snow falling and snowmen. This year, y'all, I put a screen in the front yard projector i've got virtual um christmas carolers look like little holograms out in the front yard singing christmas carols my neighbors probably hate me by now because it's just like silent night holy night yeah on loop you know it's just and and i've got speakers out about the south that size out front on a hoop and i got an amp inside to turn that joker up and you sometimes sit here in the house you know, oh, come all ye faithful. It's great. Come by. It's wonderful. Um, but I, I used to, I, 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 there was no way I didn't want to do any of that. Um, now I look forward to it. I, I love it. Um, it it's, it's not even me thinking, oh, well, I guess I better like it now because I almost checked out. No, um, it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it to you. Um, the, the lights. 
um, remind me of what he did, that as long as I have the light, I have the life. As long as I, as, as, as we tend to the fire, trim, there's things in our lives that probably need to be trimmed away. If this were a real candle, it would be burning down, and to a point you'd have to trim the wick um, because it just would not burn. If, it, if, you don't trim, if there's nothing there to burn, it can't burn. You've got to trim it away. Just like you in your life, there are things that we need to trim out of our life so that our light can shine bright. We've got to plug into the source. We have to get into the fuel. We have to take care of the things in our life. I, I, a couple weeks ago, I was... I was on a meeting and uh, at work, we, my, my job is all sitting in front of a computer having video conferences. And um, one of my coworkers um, made a statement. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to write that down because that, that, might could, that might could preach. And she, what she said is this, people are stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. And I thought about that. I'm like, oh. Mm, there's something there. So, um, you know, we give and receive gifts at Christmas time. And y'all have been to Walmart, I'm sure, Target, been to the mall. You've been on Amazon for hours, flipping through. I know in our family, it's like create an Amazon wish list. The bad thing is, is if you do that, you can mark it to either take it off the list when somebody bought it, so now they know they're getting it. Or you don't do that, and then some people buy the same thing. Other people, you know, they get the thing two or three times. <laughs> Ann said to Andrea last night, said she had the necklace on. She had on her Amazon list. Well, why'd you get the necklace? You had it on your list. Now I done bought you the necklace that you got on your list. And um, she had some kind of answer for it. She needed another one? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. But, but, you, but we spend so much time and energy trying to find just the right gift. Right? I, that was me. I'm walking up and down the aisles at Walmart. And I'm trying to get inspired, you know, to find something, you know, for different people. And this one, that one. And, it's just, and then ultimately, you end up with what? The gift card. Um, and, and you give the gift card and you, you say, listen, it, don't, it doesn't mean that I don't love you and that I don't know you or that I don't want you. It's just... Um, I didn't wimp out. I went. I did the thing. I walked. I looked. I couldn't find what I was. So here, get your own, right? <laughs> Go find your own uh, um, gift. But I, I, the, the same sentiments behind it, I still love you. But you wander up and down the aisles looking. And, um, well, I think a lot of people are doing that and they're Stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. What I mean by that is we miss the true gift. The gift isn't what's in the box. The gift isn't what's wrapped. The gift is the person who just gave it to you. That's the gift. We like the stuff, but but the stuff is just dimes. The people, that's where it's at. We, we miss that so many times. I saw a video um, this past week of this little boy. He um, opens this present. He's all excited. He opens it up. 
and it's a shirt. And uh, he didn't want a shirt. Um, he throws it down. Clothes. I don't want clothes. I, and he started showing out. Now, as an adult, we sit there and we look at that and we're like, oh, that's a spoiled kid right there. What are talking well, everybody wants something fun on Christmas. You know what that, when I saw that video, you know what happened to me? I went back to Meadow Run in Wellston, Ohio, sometime in the late 70s or early 80s. Because I opened a box, and in that box was a pair of jeans. Now, all my cousins, they were getting cool cars and games and airplanes that you could shoot in the sky, paratroopers you could throw up and a parachute would come down, bicycles. And I got a pair of jeans, and I showed out. I was upset. I did not want a pair of jeans. I wanted something fun. And my grandpa, um, first time he ever got on to me, and he got on to me, um, I uh, feared him uh, after that. I mean, he didn't, he didn't hurt me, but he, he let me know in no uncertain terms that, that I needed to be thankful and respectful and appreciative because what I got might not have been what I wanted, but it was what I needed. And, you know, so many times in life, that's exactly what we get. We might not get what we want, but God will give you what you need. And when you're looking for what you want, you're stepping over dimes or stepping over dollars to pick up a dime. You're, you're stepping over the feelings of the people that, that worked hard to give you that, that gift. They don't care what it is. You know what brought tears to my eyes for Christmas this year? My wife got me about this long. Picked it up. It's heavy. What in the world is this? Opened it up. It is an entire display box of spicy Mexican chocolate. <laughs> I love spicy chocolate. I love it. Pepper and the, and the spice of the chocolate. It's dark chocolate. I love it. You cannot find it. And I'd said to her, I want some, I'd like to have some. And she remembered. And I literally started tearing up over some spicy chocolate, y'all. <laughs> but it's not about the gift. It's about who gave it to me and the heart behind it being given. You know, don't step over dollars to pick up a dime. We all love looking under the tree and finding the box that has our name on it. Um, our, our daughter has a really cool way of doing this with the, with the four kids. So she fills their stocking, and in the bottom of the stocking, there'll be a piece of wrapping paper. And that piece of wrapping paper tells them which presents are theirs. There's no names on the boxes. It's just, oh, you got the, wrapping, the white wrapping paper with snowflakes? Those are all yours. Yours is the ones with the snowmen. That, that's all yours. Um, 
Pretty, pretty cool way of doing it. And then they have one gift that is for the family. And she, they call it Frankenstein wrapping because then they, she wraps it in and it has all of their wrapping paper on it. So they know that's the family gift. Um, but you love seeing the gift that has your name on it. See the two. But you know, the older you get, I think, uh, maybe that's what, maybe it's just old age. I'm not old. I'm, I'm just saying maybe it's as you age, you start to learn how to appreciate. Hey, listen, I don't want to see any giggles out of, the, out of the teenagers. I'm not old. I'm not. Trust me. Just there's people in this room who tell you I'm not old. Um, amen? Thank you. <laughs> um, you, you. You start enjoying more seeing your name on the, on the from line. I, I love watching people open their gifts and seeing the, the excitement and the joy and the appreciation. Oh, we went over and watched Caden open his gifts this morning, and he's, oh, I wanted that. I wanted that. That's what I wanted. I saw an ad for that. I wanted that. And uh, it's, it's just so cool to see that. You want to see um, people open and feel the joy, the laughter, the time together, the memories those are the dollars. You know, I think part of the reason why I didn't like Christmas is it had gotten so, it is so commercialized. It's just all about the stuff. We were talking before service, uh, Greg, Eugene, and I, and it's sad um, that the buildings aren't full. And this is the reason for the season. It's sad. People are out there stepping over dollars to get dimes. This season as you give or, and as you receive, uh, I would just encourage you to look into the eyes of the people that you're giving to and people are giving to you and, and, um, and just truly see them. Just look at them for a moment. And the Bible says the eyes are the light. The window to the soul, it's the lamp. Take a moment to see the light that's there. If you don't see much light, maybe you could share yours. In your home, in your workplace, in your community, on your street, in Walmart. We need it in Walmart, y'all. <laughs> People are just impatient. Did you see the young lady who got mad at customer service, pulled a gun, Held the lady hostage. Yeah, not here. It was in uh, Virginia or somewhere. But, yeah, the police showed up and she never left Walmart. Um, unfortunate, sad. Why, what's the world coming to? That people feel so much pressure and stress over dimes. This Christmas, I hope you spend the time to give some light, give some love, give life. Um, give Christ this Christmas. We're going to pray, and um, I think we have a couple of, of Kids Connection youngsters here. Um, we've got some gifts for you all. So let's have a word of prayer. We're going to sing joy to the world and let the, let the, let the youngsters come and get their, uh, their gifts. And uh, then we're going to go and... and uh,
dodge all the uh, sinners out there. I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to dodge. We're, we're going to make our way back to, to our homes, spend some time with our family. Um, I love y'all. Father God, we love you. We thank you for, for this day, God. We thank you for Christmas, God. We thank you for what it means to us. We just pray that you would um, um, lead us and God remind us of what it is to to be a Christian, Lord, what it is to let our light shine. God, remind us, God, when we see these things out here, what's important, what's dollars, what's dimes, what am I really sacrificing for? God, we thank you and we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.